Alright, so how does how does Tim usually do this? He says, uh, let's get things started. Let's get things started with episode um Giggity. episode I don't have my notes. Jeff, what episode is it? Um hmm, look through my notes here. I don't think they see hold on. I got I got paper notes this time. Hold Neither on, of us have notes. It's not in my notes here. Just being so obnoxious on the microphone right I, now. I, what what episode is it, Jeff? <laughs> Something to do with uh, when a man and woman love each other. <laughs> when a man loves a woman. <laughs> Sometimes they will gift each other at the same time with Jeff. their face holes. Jeff, it's episode 69. Yes! Nice. I made it. I said so, I wanted, yeah. as a joke, I said <laughs> I wanted to be on this episode, and it happened. Yeah. Uh, Kyle's not here, so Kyle misses out, and I guess after this you guys quit, so... Yeah, pretty okay. much. This cool. is like the peak of current gen right now, I think. It's Definitely. just two dudes. It's the sexual peak. <laughs> that weren't even like the original like hosts of Fathers Dude, of the Grind at all. So when you last episode you guys were like officially joined and it's like, yeah. oh, like overboard, like five dudes on here rambling, and now we're just down to like yeah. you know everybody said, I don't want to do it anymore now that there's five guys. Yeah. We're doing a, we call this a, or uh, back in the day, uh, Colin and uh, Greg would call this a fireside chat. So we're going to call this fireside chat episode 69. 69. Giggity. Yeah. Giggity. So I'm Dan, obviously. I've been here for a while. Uh, this is Jeff. Jeff is, well, Jeff has joined us occasionally here and there, yeah. but he's officially sort of, I guess, years, permanently yeah. new. So yeah. welcome, Jeff. How are you doing today? I am, I am now a fixture. Yes. Uh, much like in episode, and in, in, you know, number sixty nine, there are fixtures that you would, uh, you know, yep. things that protrude and put in your little cavity. Yep. Well, which why one am I going you? so specific? On this is like the least <laughs> eg version of this podcast. Because so you know what, Tim, Tim is the dad, and the dad's not here, so things yeah, get weird. Dad, All right. Yep. The dad um, the kids charge. <laughs> everyone's away, so the kids are ready to play. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we're going to talk about some things. We're going to talk about some games. I have notes. We're going to do this real professional. Yep. Because uh, if we have no guidance, then this is just definitely going to be a shit show. Yeah. And we, Fe- and we don't want Very professional that. notes. I, I tried to contribute what I could. You did. I appreciate I, that. Saw you put some stuff in there, too. I appreciate that. Um, I did have a segment that I was going to do with a group of us, but we're going to wait on that um, because it's better with more people. So that that is a to be continued. So oh, OK. We'll that's good. That. I was going to say, you having only one person for that would be, like, really weird for any segment. Yeah. It, it's not, like, a trivia segment. It was more kind of, like, a fun, just, like, what the heck is this sort of segment. But it'd just be more fun with most of us, if not all of us here, so. Um, but, yeah, so we'll just get joining that. in a little bit, too, because you said he'd be home in 20, so. Um, oh, did he? I didn't yeah. even see that. Okay. Well, good. Wait, this might be one of the shortest episodes ever. Who, who knows? I, I doubt <laughs> it, though. We, we, we have a rapport. We're not just, like. Yeah, that's good. All right, let's move on. Hey, as long as there is an episode, because I'm not messing around. None of the none of the schedule nonsense, all right? Time means money, Jeff. Time means money. I'm, and by money, I mean we don't get paid for this. So. Yes, time means literally just time. That's all it is. <laughs> Our free time. 
Right. Um, so I'll start off with uh, I added this. Uh, just thought it would be fun to throw out there. The new games that came out this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say the two most important ones were Scarlet Nexus mm-hmm. uh, and Mario Golf Super Rush. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I did throw in some Metacritic scores. I was going to update it, but it looked like... Were you updating them too? Or? Yeah, I was, because okay. uh, reviews trickled in uh, okay, cool. throughout the week. Awesome. Well, I that. appreciate that. Thank you. Because, yeah, I was I was going to, like, an hour before, be like, what's the updated? And then I saw that they yeah. were changing, so I was like, These right, are as so. of yesterday, Saturday, at the time of this recording is uh, Sunday, but uh, Saturday... Um, yeah, I updated the scores on cool. that. Well, Scarlet Nexus is sitting at a 79 right now, so... <laughs> I, and actually, before I even say any that the score is, like, for me, Metacritic, I'm not like, well, Metacritic is the end-all, be-all. But I think yeah. it's just like kind of a good general, like, well, here's all the collective scores and, and yeah. the average, so just it's kind a of tool. like a, it's, it's yeah, yeah, it's not supposed to be a Bible, it's a tool. So yeah, yeah. Uh, that's how I refer to that in Rotten Tomatoes. It's like, well, it's a good gauge to see yeah. where he's at on something. At the end of the day, don't be a moron. Use your brain, decide yeah. your own things, have your yeah. own opinions. Exactly. So, you know. Uh, but yeah, Scarlet Nexus is just shy of, you know, being a B minus if we're going to mm-hmm. use school grades. So that's not bad. Uh, and Mario Golf is sitting at 75, so that's not be- bad either. I've heard the yeah. the adventure mode in Mario Golf is a little weak, so maybe that's what's contributing to that. That's but... the only thing I've touched, which is disappointing okay. to hear that it's weak. So I guess what what was getting praised then, just like the general multiplayer when you play yeah. the established characters? That it's just, in general, just it is fun. It is fun, it, yeah. It plays sure. well, it is fun, it, it mechanically is sound. Um, I yeah. am curious, and I mean, I'm guessing you didn't try it yet. The um, what's that like battle golf mode or whatever it is, where you no, have like, powers and stuff? Yet. Okay, no, all right. Yeah, well, you right. need to do that, so then you can bring it up next time, Jeff. That cause... was teased in the opening, uh, whatever you want to call it, video segment or whatever, where okay. people are kind of throwing stuff at each other, like banana golf balls or whatever. So, <laughs> I yeah. don't know. They're kind of doing and like stuff Luigi has like he's like ice skating because he's literally using like a, a ice yeah. flower and he's like shooting ice around. So that I'm was sure what that I was most you. interested in. So. Yeah, I, I'm, now I got to try that out. But I'm sure that's I'm sure that's definitely something that's uh, more beneficial in speed golf, where you have to run yes. to your ball, yeah, uh, yeah. which I have done that at least. Uh, but I only touched on adventure for like a couple hours, so I didn't really do a whole lot except for an hour of it was like training or like rookie stuff. But well, that we'll is dis- the career mode, and you we'll discuss play that more. We'll discuss that more detail in the now playing watching section. I just oh, okay. want to. Also throw out that Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance, which I thought looked kind of interesting. But then as time was going on, it, I was kind of like, yeah. "Ooh, it looks a little rough. And right now it's sitting at 56 on Metacritic. So that's not super great. Um, that's yeah, a bummer. Not, I was kind of excited to touch it at least because it. I wanted to touch it a little bit. I wanted to well, diddle the game. It's on Game Pass. So it's you on can Game diddle. Pass, yeah. You exactly. You can do it for free. You can diddle for free. Uh, <laughs> for, for free. Yeah. Yeah. For free. Free, quote unquote, yes. kind of like Netflix. You can watch movies for free. That's that's what sure. I mean by free. Uh, everything is uh, free, Jeff. So I was kind of eager to check that out, and I I downloaded it and installed it. I still did all the basic stuff you do. Um, okay. To get a game, but I never touched it because everything everybody was saying kept scaring me away from it. Yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, I mean, again, time is valuable. So yeah. why waste time playing something that's not super great when you could play a Mario Golf or? You know, a, a Scarlet Nexus, Games which that came you out know have week. have fun value. Yeah. yeah. Um, not that there's anything wrong with playing. I mean, maybe you end up really liking Dungeons and Dragons. That's fine. But yeah. you know, fifty six um, isn't. Yeah, it could be lower. 
Yeah, if it were really it, that could, bad. it could be lower. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, and Legend of Mana uh, Remastered came out this week as well, so that's uh, that's higher than uh, than Dark Alliance. So you know, that's uh, I mean, it's an old PlayStation One game that they've remastered. It looks beautiful. Um, that's a I PS think, One game. Yep, it was PlayStation oh, One. Remaster um, looks I, good. Yeah. Yeah, it looks really nice. Um, the inv- I think it's. Was it the environment? I think it's the environments have been redone, so the environments look really sharp and and clean, and really uh um painter esque. And then the uh the actual character models look kind of like more older, like still sharp, but like kind of pixelated a little bit. Yeah. Um, to kind of give it that nice aesthetic, because I don't like what they did with the um they remastered something else recently. Was it a romance saga or I forgot which one it was, but they they remastered another older PS1 game recently and they they had it backwards. The character models like were like super clean and then the background was like kind of old looking and it actually looked kind of weird. Um, so I, I don't like what they did with that one, but was what they it, did with them. You're definitely my, not talking about Final Fantasy Remake, that's for sure. No. Uh, Hold on. Let me I think I think I know what you're talking about because was it last year you're talking about? Uh, I think it was actually this year. It came out oh. this year. Romance Saga. I thought you might have been talking about uh, yes, Mafia yeah. for a second. No, it was a Square Enix. Um, it was Square Enix. It was oh, RPG. Okay. So I might not have touched it then. Okay. Yeah, I think or Saga Frontier. Re- okay, there we go. Saga Frontier remastered. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't like what they did with that. The the character models just look really weird against the kind of like older backdrop, like the backgrounds. Um, but for some reason with, um, with Mana, Mana remastered, I think it looks really nice. It still just kind of fits. Yeah. It feels cohesive. It like visually makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, so I didn't, I didn't pick up that one. But, I um, didn't either, but I, I did see some gameplay footage because I'm, I'm not familiar. There's a lot of games I missed out on, especially in the PS1 era because I never owned one. But, uh, the gameplay footage did interest me. So I, I might pick it up sometime. Yeah. That one's only 30 bucks, I believe. So that's not too bad. Yeah. Um. So at some point we'll, or I'll, you know, whoever wants to. I mean, I, I definitely will be picking it up at some point. Um. But I primarily was playing Scarlet Nexus this week. You said you played a little bit of Mario Golf. Yeah. Um. So we can just hop into the now playing and watching. Um, yeah. Um. So where are you at in the Mass Effect trilogy saga? The trilogy is done. I finished the trilogy. It was my first time playing it. Uh. Felt like I. I honestly legitimately was so worried that i would have to end up playing this game until like the end of the year like i i was like this <laughs> there's so much freaking crap they throw at you especially when you start the games where mm-hmm. your mission log is like just freaking so long because you keep overhearing conversations and inheriting missions from those conversations yeah um yeah, so I really like three a lot. I it's really tough. To, gosh, it's so tough to pick a favorite because I like all three do kind of different things with the mm-hmm. narrative and gameplay. Right. Um, I just like all three a lot, and I understand people's disappointment with the ending because it's like even sure. if you work really hard to get every possible ending uh, option available, there's only four options, which mm-hmm. is kind of like, I, I mean, I guess you could have had more or whatever. So it's kind of like a telltale type of scenario where you do all these things and make all these different choices with your characters, but ultimately the end game is the same thing no matter what. You know what I mean? You have four choices and that's it. That's what telltale 
would get criticized for sometimes with their I games. Th- I think the difference between like this and um and those though is the scope of Mass Effect is obviously way bigger than oh yeah absolutely than a Telltale you know yeah that's not it. So like to me it's like at the end of the day it's like they were there were three games that were developed separately. I mean obviously mm-hmm. they're sequels to each other, but they're three separate games and it's like it's it's a space odyssey. It's like there's just so much yeah. going on. There's so many characters that you meet. There's so many things that happen. Um, especially in part two, like a bunch of characters can die. So dude, yeah, it's like, like you got to take even all that Shepherd, into consideration. Even Shepard can die if you do zero like loyalty missions. Like mm. your Shepard can just eat it at the end of Mass Effect two, and then Mass Effect three, you you don't have anybody to really. You can probably import the appearance, I would imagine, but you can't import your character. Like you would just have to start over with Shepard, oh, um, okay. which is kind of a bummer. I don't know how you would. <laughs> That must not be like an official ending then. That must just be that you die and then you start that final suicide mission then or I don't know or is how that they, an actual I don't know how they work it. I, I think yeah. you just you just start with a fresh shepherd and I have no idea how that impacts your established relationships with character certain characters in the game cuz I mean it's yeah. it's it's critical that you do the loyalty missions for some characters in in Mass Effect 3. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. From 2 to 3, I mean. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, like I said, I get the disappointment, but I wasn't disappointed. I thought it was sure. kind of made it sense. So cool. It was poetic for Shepard, yeah. uh, considering all the work. And especially, like, if you approach the game a certain way for all three titles, like I did. I was a Paragon all the way through. I was like Mr., you know, Mr. I'm, I'm fighting for peace. Yeah, you know. Which my, is my what I do. Thing so. was, yeah. My main thing was I'm fighting for peace. I might do another playthrough and make him a renegade that hates all things AI, and it'll be a totally <laughs> different playthrough. Sure. Um, but uh, so, I mean, I had an option available that was like, OK, well, this feels like the obvious choice based on the way I was playing the mm-hmm. game. So it made the most sense. But, uh, I, you know, the, the the word I'm choosing is disappointment for for some of the people that were disappointed. I don't understand outrage at all in regards to this. Well, type. that's the Internet and just the I know. human race in general, Jeff. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, <laughs> that's, that's true. They do. They do love to romanticize their their outrage, especially when you have an outlet for it. Sure. And, I mean, and and, and you I, create your own echo, cha- echo chamber for it, where everybody's just like, "Yes, I, I hate it too. I hate it too." I get being passionate about something like, mm-hmm. I mean, I'll, I'll use I'll use Final Fantasy VII remake as an example. Um, I'm definitely highly critical of just the franchise as a whole because I love it so much. So to me, I have high expectations. So I guess if Mass Effect the the series is your Final Fantasy VII, and you had expectations as each one was coming out, and I don't know if for some reason the ending just rubbed you the wrong way. I mean, that's fine, but like, yeah, you know, to carry it over into the internet and it, which people do about all sorts of things, yeah. it's just, it's always silly. But And like, to kind of force them yeah. to do like a, was it a DLC or something? Because I played yeah, all the DLC yeah, they together. Updated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or something. So I, I don't, I don't understand the outrage to the point of making the creators like compromise what they originally released. That right. doesn't make sense to me. I will say in terms of Mass Effect 3, that contained DLC in it that when you play it, you go, how was this just DLC? Like, <laughs> this should have been in the game. Like, okay. this, that's insane to I me. I never that... played any of the DLC, so I don't actually know what any of it entails. But Oh, there's, dude, there's one, uh, there's there's two critical ones. I, I think there's three in total. I don't remember the third one at all. Okay. Uh, but there's there's one that's uh, called Leviathan, and, and it's okay. about the freaking creators of the Reapers. Oh, okay. And they, it's so <laughs> critical to the freaking story. That sounds important. <laughs> yeah, it's so important. Um, and the other one's just a 
it's just a perfect send off to all the characters. It's called Shore Leave. And uh, there, yes, there is a you know shooting stuff mission or whatever that just you beat and it's no big deal. But after that, you have to like arrange a party with all the crewmates that are still alive, um, and uh, and you do individual meetups with them around a certain like hub on the Citadel. I vaguely remember um, that one. I think yeah. So that one's like that's that's a good one. It should have been in the game as like a. I did it right before the final mission, so it felt like a very final like. Yeah, you know, conversation with everybody, even though that opportunity does come later um, in the final mission itself. Yeah. Um, but uh, that that one had more meat in it than I expected. I think that took me like three or four hours to beat because I wanted to make sure I got to everybody. I, I didn't expect that to take so long. Otherwise, I would have totally played Scarlet Nexus. Sure. Yeah. But, uh, but love I mean, you got to finish 3. the fight. Yeah. Yeah. You <laughs> got to. Yeah. You got to. You got finishing this fight or whatever, whatever <laughs> Master Chief says. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, however many times he said it, because, yeah. you know, he just. Yeah. However many, he never finishes a fight. That's the joke. <laughs> Halo Infinite. That's why it's called Infinite. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he will be infinitely finishing this fight. He's just stuck in a in a loop. And by right. the end of it, he's just going to be like, kill me. Oh, my God. There was one moment in the Mass Effect 3 where there was there wasn't a. a not in a cringe way. There was an action movie line where I yeah. killed one of the main bad guys, like the mercenary or whatever. And I did it in a renegade way because he was sneak mm-hmm. trying to sneak up on me. And it prompted yeah. me to renegade. And I was like, screw this guy. I'm going to kill him right now. And I stabbed him the same way that he stabbed Thane. Spoilers, uh, I guess, yeah. on Mass Effect 3. And he goes, well, again, any character could die. So. And that's what he says. He goes, that one was for Thane. And I was like, oh, that's, <laughs> you know, that the shepherd voice actor. Sometimes he sure. reads lines corny. But I was like, oh, that was so earned. Because yeah. when yeah, Thane yeah. got killed, like, I mean, that hurt. That hurt yeah. when he died. That was That's a the, very sad the sort of bug-ish looking dude, right? Yeah, he kind of yeah, like yeah. fish-like. More, more okay. than Quarians, because Quarians kind of look like they're in a freaking aquarium suit or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he's like lizard-like almost. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he's super have, cool looking. I like his aesthetic. Yeah, and and his his character background is so freaking cool. Like, the Hanar, uh, which are the guys with the big muscles that can't really walk. Like, they're... Mm. They're like big, muscly, like looking. I don't know. It's really hard to describe them. But they, they're on four legs and they can't really walk upright because okay. their front arms are so freaking large. Sure. Um, and they talk like uh, very monotone. And they introduce their sentences with. That's they. That sounds reading. familiar too. It's been so yeah. long since I played Mass Effect, but. But the Hanar trained Thane to be an assassin because they can't fight for themselves. Ah, and okay. one of the Drell things that they have quirks. What do you want to call it? Perks is immediate, re- like, they can recall any moment uh, from their life, like, like as if it's happening right then and there. They'll be like, mm-hmm. they'll go into a trance and start recalling the color of where they were, uh, the scent, like, the atmosphere, all that stuff. Yeah. So he's a really cool character, and he had a really tragic, he was already dying by the time you meet him in two. He had, like, okay. some syndrome or something that the Drell, the Drell race gets. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude, Love 3, and immediately moved on to Andromeda. Uh, which is my background, if you're watching on Skype or YouTube. Um, and uh, Andromeda is a totally different game, man. I, uh, <laughs> it's kind of a welcome thing, though. Like the dialogue op- options are more open. They're they're not so much binary. Mm. It's it's more like you're you're, in, you're either inquisitive or you're emotional or there, there's oh, okay. There's like so it's all like good guy, bad guy. It's... Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, gotcha. There's there's more options there, and it's not so much cover based uh, shooter. It feels like the camera's more overhead 
so you can see more. Um, there's you can definitely take cover and stuff, but but yeah. it's more kind of like you need to be on the move because the enemies will flank you really quickly. There's a lot of like uh, jump, um, jetpack type stuff, right? From what I yeah. remember. You okay. finally, yeah, you finally get a uh, thrusters in your suit, so you yep. can, yeah, uh, yeah. you can even hover. Um, yeah. yeah, it's definitely based more on exploration. If there ever was a Star Trek game that was like good, uh, I feel <laughs> like Andromeda could be it, but I'm only just started the game, so sure, that could come back to bite me later. I, yeah, I remember when people were again, outrage is such a sensationalized thing nowadays. Um, I remember when people were like, the facial animations, dirt, dirt online. Sure. Um, yeah. I don't see that issue at all. I'm playing it on PS5, the PS4 version. but Well, it's also been updated. I assume so. I assume so. It, but yeah, also, yeah. it helps if you play it right after the trilogy. Even mm-hmm. the, even the uh, Legendary Edition has weird problems with the way the mouths move when people okay. play. So it's really, you can tell the games are older and they were just remastered. When yeah, you yeah, go yeah. right to Andromeda, I'm like, oh, I can see emotions on their faces now. Like, it's just okay. a totally different world, it feels like, yeah, yeah, yeah. in terms of animation. Uh, even though you can tell it's a PS4 port on PS5, but it still looks better, runs better. You can just tell the Mass Effect trilogy itself was a little, a little not that old, but a little old. Yeah, I mean, it's two gens back now at this point. So. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So, you know. Um, yeah. So, I'm just all on board on this franchise, man. I, I didn't... Good. I, I've been waiting a long... I, you know, I put it off for a long time, not, not on purpose or anything. It was just I knew it was a large undertaking. Yeah. And, uh, I knew I would be freaking obsessed with it. This is just one of those yeah, things. Yeah. You're like, well, good. this is one, one of my favorite um, prices ever now. Yeah, because I know, and especially, you know, with you hopping right into Andromeda, I know I know Derek um, praises it. He, he, likes, yeah. um, he likes it definitely more than the general, you know, uh, populace yeah. did. I think out, uh, so. I think Tim likes it. I think that in general, when it was just the two of them, I don't even know if you were on the podcast yet. You might have been mm. when Dravida came out because it was 2017. Yeah, I don't think I was, but I, I yeah. Well, I, I remember sure they Tim were on this. Good. Both of them were like, "That's a fun game. Like that's yeah. that's yeah, actually yeah. good." And it got a bad rap just because of it was a different developer at Bioware. Like it was yeah. a different team or whatever. I wonder if that hostility carried over too from like you know the way Mass Effect Three ended. It was, people were just still angry, you know. <laughs> Possibly, and the so. fact that it's just pacing wise, it's totally different. Like yeah. you have maps now. When you go to a planet, mm. you have maps. Like you, you can be like, okay, your main mission's over here, but if you explore and walk around enough or drive around, depending on where yeah. you are, there's like a whole other like caves or alien facilities you can go to and search. Yeah, I like that. That sounds cool. Like it's it's very Star Trekky because it's more yeah. about exploring where you are and which, looting. Which is one of my biggest gripes with the first three is like mm-hmm. it just kind of it's like it's this it's again it's like the space odyssey right? It's yeah. just, it, it space is infinite. It's like just I, I understand the technology kind of held back it being bigger than it than it was, but um right, probably it just yeah. felt very restricted. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's like oh I'm just kind of like going on this like static screen and I'm moving my ship to this planet and <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah. I don't feel like I'm like doing like this no man's yeah. sky type yeah. of. Like I would want it to be like No Man's Sky. Like that's right, what I would right, want. Right, right, yeah. Now, like, nowadays, if you made a, a Mass Effect like the original trilogy, where it follows more of a narrative, I would definitely want it to be. Uh, not that Andromeda doesn't follow a narrative. I'm sure there is one, but it's more about settling in a new galaxy somewhere. Yeah. Um. But if it had that strict, rigid narrative, kind of like Mass Effect does, mm-hmm. yeah, it would have to be way more open nowadays with the technology yeah. that we have. Um. But but you know, even Mass Effect Three, which was the more recent title in the trilogy like what 2012 2013 um 
we had Grand Theft Auto four by then. We had four or five by 2013. I mean, probably five because five is probably actually five. pretty old at this yeah. point. It just keeps coming out again. It just like it's coming out again and again. <laughs> and it's like, so you can you have the option to do open world, but they were just kind of like, yeah, but I, I would imagine the internal discussions were like, yeah, but like this is the finale. Like we can't just suddenly open everything up. Yeah. When we have to have the Reapers invade and have Shepard finish his story. Yeah. It just probably didn't make sense. Well. So I understand them doing it the way they did. And I yeah. appreciate what it was more like a Naughty Dog type of cinematic. Sure. Sure. But sure. more RPG based um, type of sci-fi adventure game. And I, uh, yeah. yeah, I love this franchise, man. I'm in. I'm in. I'll read Good. the comics. Why not? Well, hopefully the new one that because, I mean, you know, we know that there's a new one coming. Yeah. Um. Well, that Li- Liara is in the trailer. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's going to be connected to the original trilogy that he, she picks up the, uh, was it N7, like kind of emblem or something off of the off of the ground. Yeah, and so that this... trailer, when that came out, I had no idea who that was. Liara? I don't know who that is. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think the games want you to, you have multiple lover options, but I ended up going with her, and I think the writers want you to choose her. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, she's, you know, she's not bad looking for an no, alien. No, she's not. So. Uh, but she wasn't in game two. Pretty so all right. I going with a rebound for game two. She was. Uh, okay, a rebound. I went with the, uh, yeah, I went with the, it, I, the classic definition of rebound. I went with Jack, who is the, uh, you know, the, she's, oh, all, um, she's always yeah. shouting profanities and yeah. she's like kind of violent. Uh, so it was kind of yeah, like. Tattooed, um, violent, yeah. crazy, bald, like shaved <clears throat> head lady. Yeah. yeah. And she was more interesting than Mar- Miranda was just boring AF to me. So mm. uh, even though I like that actress a lot, um, like a lot, guys, I like her a lot. 69. Uh, <laughs> she's got a, she's 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 got a nice butt. 69. <laughs> nice. 69. Uh, it's nice. Uh, it's but, nice. Uh, I went with Jack as a rebound and then Liara brought it up in the DLC, too. She was like, you you ended up, you know, uh, she didn't say bang, but she was like, you ended up banging the. <laughs> uh biotic with rage issues and she yeah, like yeah, yeah. hashed out each other and they're like look i'm sorry and then then after that dlc ends you uh you get back with the r again and uh in, in three you do have the option of continuing either romance really with liara oh, okay. or jack because they were my main ones and uh when i break up with jack she's just like yeah it wasn't really going to work between us anyway like she's just like whatever uh so it wasn't care. a big deal yeah she's like it I had Shepard actually said, uh, you know, this long distance wouldn't have worked. And she goes, short distance wasn't going to work either. Like, (laughs) (laughs) like, that's real honest. Yeah. (laughs) So with Liara, it was like she I specifically had her be the true love of Shepard the entire game, all three games. And it it just it it paid off brilliantly. And I think the writers intended it to be that way. Nice. I'm just guessing. um, I'm glad you have a new series to enjoy, Jeff. I'm uh. I'm yeah, more partial. Mentioned, uh, I think that Shepard. What does she pick up? Like a name tag or something that says Shepard on it? I don't know. No, it, it's it's the N seven. Oh, it's the N seven um, emblem or yeah, whatever you want to call it. She picks okay. something off, so it's like almost like debris or like something it, off of like the snowy the planet. Last, so. The last time she and uh, Shepard got it on before the final mm. mission, uh, episode sixty nine. Uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna keep saying that every time we mention giggity giggity stuff. Absolutely. But maybe that's the last time they did it. You know, she uh, was able to. Birth some offspring, some shepherd offspring, mm. some baby. That shepherds. could be interesting. Maybe you play the babies. Maybe you play as babies, yeah, and you have you to have conversation, <laughs> like Fallout Three style, right? You play as the baby <laughs> in the beginning. Like, yeah. <laughs> Do you? Did you play Fallout Three? Do you remember that in the beginning? Uh, no. Talk about a series that I 
I mean, oh, I did play two Fallout Three, but talk yeah. about a series that I never like finished. I never saw those games through at all. The like, very beginning, the very beginning of Fallout Three, you are a baby, like literally, like you're a baby and <laughs> in first person, and you're like in like this like you know little play area, like it's pretty funny. So, uh, good stuff. Well, cool. Um, I mean, I still think Dragon Age is better, but to each their own, Jeff. To each their own. Talk about a game that I need to play as well, because I've heard Inquisition is, uh, you know, same team, right? Same, same. Stop it. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Such a dumbass. All right. Uh, my dog is so dumb. I can't even begin to tell you. It's like, Maybe dude, he just stop. wants to talk about how Dragon Age is better than Mass Effect, Jeff. He loves flipping his beds over, and he doesn't care if there's room to do it. Sure. There's no room for him to flip the bed right next to me, and he keeps trying to do it, and it's like it's going to knock over a bunch of stuff if you try it, dude. Idiot. Anim- anyway. a- animals are, are hooligans. That's yeah. what they are. They're, they're dumb. Let's be honest. <laughs> oh, what it is. They're adorable. But, uh, they I are. love them. But they're dumb. They are. Uh, 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 you mentioned uh, – what game did you just mention? Well, so Dragon- uh, I was saying Dragon Age, yeah. I was saying uh, that jokingly because people in the group I- will – you know, yeah, I know it's been like a thing here, but I genuinely like haven't played Inquisition yet, and I know it's a Bioware title, so I'm I'm sure yeah. I would like it. I mean, it came out around the same ish era or uh, gen yeah, yeah. as Mass Effect Three, so I'm hoping that they release. Well, so there's Dragon Age One and Two, um, and then there's Inquisition. So it'd be nice to have like a trilogy thing too. Although Dragon Age One and Two were PlayStation Three, 360 gen, and then you had Inquisition, which was last gen. So obviously, kind of like two different games as far as like um you know fidelity and how they run and engines and just how smooth they are so like they'd have to do a lot of work with one and two but you know looks smooth when i play i play like an yeah. hour of it and i was like this might be too much for me yeah. <laughs> so. it's fun it's they're they're good games it's i'm i'm just more i'm more partial to fantasy settings instead of sci-fi i get that yeah so i'm just you know just yeah, I'm, a sci-fi, so I'm a sucker for sci-fi though so <laughs> really am yeah um so i you know what? I just noticed I had um, Neo, the world ends with you demo on here, but I actually barely touched it. Um, I just popped into it and then I realized I was like, oh, yeah, I should probably actually just play Scarlet Nexus. So I have something to say about it. Oh, um, yeah. And it was a good call, too, because I, did, I couldn't get to Scarlet Nexus, unfortunately. So, yeah. But um, yeah, it's uh, Neo, the world ends with you. There is a demo um, came out Friday. Your progress uh, will carry over to the full game when it comes out July 27th. So if you're just not sure about the game, go play the demo. And if you're super into it, then just play it, and then that'll carry over. So that's super cool. Is it like um? Is it like a graphic like uh, game, graphic novel type game? No, it's like an action RPG. Um, oh, it is action. I haven't so even got gone... text on screen and stuff. No, so the entire time. I never actually played the first one, and this one I haven't gotten to any combat sections yet. Um, but it is like. It is like an RPG, so you're you're mm. you know you fight enemies and you know there are stats and so on and so forth. Um, but I just don't know too much about it yet. Um, this one gives me heavy Persona vibes, uh, Persona Five. So if you liked mm-hmm. the the sort of aesthetic and the vibes of Persona Five, oh yeah, uh, this might be worth checking out. So yeah, I would you know I'd look into that. Um, I'm really upset by the title not being about Matrix. But okay, that's all right. Yeah. Well, don't worry. We're getting a fourth Matrix movie, Jeff. So we'll be okay. I'm we'll so excited. Okay. That cast I know. is just <laughs> insane. I can't Dude, wait. Yeah. Um, he's a national treasure. You know? Keanu. Yeah. Absolutely. Keanu's a national treasure. It's so, breathtaking. Yeah. yeah, he is breath. He is breathtaking. He absolutely <laughs> is. Um, I don't know. See, because you mentioned you mentioned Derek might hop on, so I don't know if we should wait to talk about Scarlet Nexus. Well, we'll wait until the end for Scarlet Nexus. 
Um, That's cool. Do you wanna do you wanna let me know why, for the love of God, you felt the need to watch Fast Nine? Well, I mentioned guys that I I'm a sci-fi fan. No. Uh, <laughs> did they go to space yet? They did. They went to space in the Stop movie. Stop it! No, they didn't. They did for real. God's sake. Uh, I'm just gonna leave it there though, because I mean that's kind of a spoiler in itself, but I'll leave it there because sure. because sure. they'll show you how they do it, and uh, it's it's stupid. I mean these movies get <laughs> yeah. these yeah. movies get like dumber. And dumber, and and th- this was like the review I put on Twitter. It was like they get dumber and dumber, and less and less aware that how dumb they are. Like sure. it's one thing to be aware of how stupid you are as a movie, but it, they feel very self-serious about everything that's going on. Even though like it's stupid, yeah, it's so dumb. Like it's not you know the action. Let's compare the action to that to like John Wick. John Wick has like pra- practical action that w- was sure. really cool, like badass moments in it. That make you go, oh, oh, snap. When yeah. Fast and Furious does, like, quote-unquote, badass moments, it's like somebody doing, like, you know, 50 flips in the air, and then they land on a car, and they're safe or something. And you're like, this, <laughs> is, this is so stupid. It's so dumb and not badass. Well, it's it's I think too the, cartoonish. The issue is, when you go back to the first Fast and the Furious, it's like, this is just a movie about cars, right? Yeah. Like yeah, it's about, about nice racing. cars, and it's realistic. It's, it yeah. takes place in a in the real world with real people that are Dude, just the first. The first three are all about racing, right? It's not yeah. defying the laws of physics and doing superhero nonsense. And then yes. you you yeah. fast forward to all these newer ones, and they're yeah. doing superhero nonsense. And it's like, why? Why is this happening all of a Quite sudden? Quite literally, Hobbs and Shaw had Indrasella be like a, he was like super. He had super strength or something like that. Sure. He was on a drug that helped him get super strength. To be fair, Idris Elba is pretty great, so that's fine. Yeah, he probably has super strength in real life for all I know. Yeah, yeah. But Hobbs and Shaw was definitely, I would say that was the dumbest of mm. all the Fast and Furious movies. Okay. Um, in terms of the action, like, it's just, this is so freaking dumb. <laughs> um, and uh, I, I would say, I still say Too Fast, Too Furious is the worst one in the entire series. Okay. So uh, at least F9 isn't the worst in the series. Sure. Jeff. I guess that has has that going for it, but it's not. I would say it's better than uh, the the eighth one. The eighth one is where Dom suddenly he's a bad guy or whatever, and you have okay. to figure out why. And when sure. we find out why, I'm like, that's it. Uh, no, I'm <laughs> kidding. It's not. Um, it's bad. Like his his baby mama gets kidnapped or something like that, and okay. I'm like, okay, well, I mean, I guess, I guess I get. I just didn't buy into the whole plot at all, even though I, technically I should have. But Jeff, so it is better I... than eight. But uh, I don't buy into the plot of any of it at all. So <laughs> no, it's just so ridiculous. Now they're spies. They're all spies. Since five, they've been spies. Sure. Uh, five, I thoroughly enjoyed, though, because I felt like, God, I did feel like some of it was a little like aware of how stupid it was. Mm. And there were those cool those cool action moments where like they were carrying a safe around or whatever when they were they had they were they were driving around with two chargers and they were dragging a safe around and the okay. safe was just like going through buildings and stuff and the oh, way that okay. <laughs> the way that gravity was like having yeah, the yeah, safe yeah. like go around so that stuff was cool the the ninth one does have a like super magnets or whatever that are attached mm. to cars sure. um, and uh, so like they'll like flip a knob and magnets will like uh, like push cars away from them or uh, make trucks flip over um so they sometimes they do gimmicky stuff like that they're like oh that's fun to watch but yeah it's wildly inconsistent what the magnets can do like sometimes i don't it, it won't work or whatever so I, I don't know i don't even think that's like so like i'll see those parts in the trailer and it, it is what it is like I, mm-hmm. I still think it's dumb because again you go from the first one which is realistic to this nonsense that's yes. just seems yeah. like superhero movies but it's it's more like just like 
the 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 actors just seem like these caricatures like they, they just are. seem like these cartoon hollow cartoon characters and 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 then you got freaking uh, do uh, it, it's about family it's about family it's about family it's, about it's, family. About it's like soul. all right we get it like family that's great like why is what up what up baby? how many times can that be the theme and the thing that we're talking yeah. about and and... It, and the ninth one is literally about family like literally i mean <laughs> they all are but it's you know we're supposed to believe that john cena is uh dom's john brother. cena <laughs> Uh, whole movie, I couldn't see him. Uh, it was only uh, yeah, uh, yeah. They said he was in the trailers, and I was like, "Where the hell is John Cena? I don't. Where is I, he? Where is he? I don't see. Like, where is Waldo? Uh, you know? It's yeah. And there's in the, the sentimentality of the series just getting worse and worse. Like, <laughs> like I think the seventh one was the last one, and I was like, okay, I buy the sentimental stuff with with you know because that was a uh, Paul Walker's last movie. Yeah, I yeah, bought yeah. the sentimental stuff in that one, but now the lines are just getting cheesier and cheesier yeah. in the worst way and delivered horribly sure uh, and uh it, it's just that's what i, I mean and the tra- I watched it. you, you I can get that from I the trailers i do this every single freaking past <laughs> week I don't and I'm, that's, that's what i'm saying i can literally i can get that right off of the trailers i it's it's exuding terribleness just from the trailers of yes. like the acting and i'm like what is what yeah. is what even is the point of any of this like because like if you want to just make it about cars like back in the day then it's like cool cars are great yeah. you can have really cool like you know, chase scenes and so on and so forth. But like, I, I mean, I don't yeah, know. They, Jeff. they do I use cool cars in it, but that's like they have to because that's how they started as a, as a franchise. Yeah. But if they were <laughs> more obligated, stuff, you still would be like, I don't know. It's not that you would call it something else now because the series is so far departed from how it started. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. It's they're dumb and, and they have their audience yeah. for sure, but they're freaking dumb. <laughs> Well, Jeff, to each the their own. Are dumb, not the audience. The audience yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, to be fair, you know. <laughs> to be fair. Yeah. Nine, nine movies in and you're still, I don't know. That's fine. I Whatever makes. include the main series, if I'm not mistaken, they're going to conclude it like with a 10th one. Okay. Or a 10 and 11. I can't remember. But the main series with Vin Diesel, they're going to be done with. Thank God. I think Vin Diesel should just understand that the only real acting that he can do well is play Groot. That's pretty much the only That's, acting he does well. Uh, and Iron Giant. And Iron Giant. And Iron Giant, yeah. So basically just stick to voiceover work, man. You got that stuff down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The one role where you just say Groot in slightly different yeah. ways. And then the other one where they just alter your voice to be this giant like robot thing. Iron Giant is a fantastic movie, by the way. Yeah, I love that movie. It's great. It's a great movie. Well, I'm glad that you, for some reason, felt the need to watch it, Jeff. And if it yeah. made you happy, that's all that matters. I had to give you guys an I didn't. I don't know that it did make me happy, <laughs> Well, if it made you feel anything at all, whether it was sadness or happiness. Yeah, it just made me roll my eyes a lot, which uh, <laughs> I guess that's good to be like, oh, you still have your money. Like, sometimes so. you, you know, sometimes it's good to have a feeling like you're better than a movie. Yeah. <laughs> as yes, a person, exactly. you're better than a movie. You know, for, for as bad as this past year and a half has been, and we've all just been in a real dark place, you know, it's nice to have that thing that kind of puts puts life into perspective, you know, Jeff? Yeah. That life is actually okay, because your life could be a train wreck like the Fast and Furious series. Yeah. So. What, you could say life is strange, true colors. And sometimes it's <laughs> too fast, too furious. Yeah, sometimes. And, and things get real sexy. And also nine. sometimes they can get real F9. I don't know how that fits in. I don't, I just, I don't know. I don't know. 69. 69. 69. <laughs> All right. So we'll jump, uh, we'll jump down to the headlines just so we can give Derek some time in case he does want to jump in. Yeah. 
um, to talk about Scarlet Nexus. I don't have like a ton to say because I, I only played about three or four hours. Um, I had played the demo originally, so a lot of my feelings from the demo carry uh, are have carried over into this mm-hmm. game as far as you know what I feel about certain aspects. But we'll discuss that. So I would later. imagine you probably didn't get super far into like the story for game like new gameplay to get introduced. All this well, stuff. So within three or four hours, a decent amount of gameplay things are introduced. Um, but so far, I've just kind of gotten a better um, idea of like the the characters. So you mm-hmm. get you meet these new characters, and there, there's almost actually sort of a persona um, uh, thing going on where like you develop relationships with them, and the relationships yeah. level up, which then levels up certain like abilities and things. So stuff like that. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, but we'll discuss that in a bit. We're gonna talk uh, general headlines, not system yeah. headlines. I think you general. added some. I added some. Yeah. So the first one, which Jeff, my fingers, both of my fingers, my toes, they're all crossed. Jeff, EA uh, will reportedly announce an established IP revival next month because EA revival, revival, which I mean, apparently EA thinks they're so important that they need to dedicate an entire month to themselves instead of joining the E3 party. But that's fine. Um. Motive Studio, um, EA Motive, which is one of their Canadian studios, is said to be planning uh, an EA Play Live announcement that will make fans happy, quote Ooh. unquote. Um, and pretty much all of this, like the he- the headlines, and if you're if you're Google searching, like the screenshots that they were pairing with it, were Dead Space. Hmm. Dead Dead Space is amazing, so I am very excited. And if it's not Dead Space, I am burning EA to the ground, Jeff. <laughs> is that, I'm gonna so go up to Canada and I'm burning it to the ground. They'll be like, "Hey, what's this all about?" Eh? Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. Why is this fire? Sorry. Yeah. So they, uh, this this developer uh, specifically, Motive, EA Motive, yep. Yep. they did Dead Space. No, so that was no? um okay. Uh, shoot, they closed they closed the studio too, which is like oh okay. Uh, not respawn because respawn exists now i can't remember what the hell it's called right now but it dude like that was such bs when they did that like so because it's like dead space 3 was already like all right this was like a swing and a miss that sucks maybe just kind of rally and and try again they could have rebounded they had enough of a following yeah and and nope they just they shut that studio down so that was pretty terrible stop um but you know visceral games yes thank you visceral um they viscerally ended that studio. They did shortly after Dead Space. They did a couple Battlefield games. It looks like, yeah, but not not any notable ones. They did Hardline. Yeah, so, so. they didn't have a they didn't have a good uh, good run there towards the end, unfortunately. Oh, they did the Godfather game. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, it was. That it was. Promise. Dude, when that when that was announced that they shut them down, like that was a huge bummer. Yeah, um, yeah, big but time. It, you know, if EA Motive can can sort of um, replicate what they did with the beginning of that series, kind of just that claustrophobic, the aliens, the horror, the, the mm-hmm. just the, the dark, you know, kind of being in a ship and it's just like kind of like a some backtracking, which I know can be like, I don't want to backtrack in games, but it made sense in that first one because it was like the Ishimura was not a tiny ship, but like there just wasn't a lot of wide areas to roam around in. So you were going back to these other areas and, and those areas were getting like more infected and like the... the um, the uh the necromorphs were sort of like evolving and things were getting like scarier and more terrifying and like more dire as mm-hmm. you were going through the game so um yeah dead space is fan- dead space the first dead space is absolutely like top three like horror games of all time as far wow. as i'm concerned 
It's a fantastic game. Um, I didn't I didn't play any of them and it's funny I didn't play any of them until three like me and my brother played co-op. Oh really? So you yeah. played the worst one? <laughs> yeah. Unfortunate. I need to beat it though, but uh, yeah. yeah, that was my first intro to it, and but I yeah. know that it's got tons of followers. Yeah, I would love I, for I them. Really should have played it way more for sure. I would love for them to remaster the first two and just honestly just don't even acknowledge the third one. Mm-hmm. Just remaster the first two and then have this one either I don't know. Or I guess if this one's a reboot, then just you don't have to remaster the other ones. But yeah, so we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully that's true. That would be that would be amazing. So that'd be rad. Yeah. Um, next order of business. Uh, Square Enix's classic RPG, Final Fantasy IX, is being transformed into an animated series by the Paris-based Cyber Group Studios. The show will be aimed at younger audiences between ages 8 and 13, which is my one gripe with this. Uh, the goal <laughs> is to be the goal is to begin production by the end of this year or the beginning of 2022. So um, uh, the notion of an animated Final Fantasy series, obviously, I love Final Fantasy. That sounds cool. Final Fantasy IX is definitely one of the top Final Fantasies. Um, I don't like that this is being aimed at a younger audience. Um, I, yeah, screw I think kids, man. <laughs> well, I think you know, like, yeah, like so, there are pe- people want to say, oh, Final Fantasy be, can be corny, this, that, and the other. But there's definitely some adult themes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just stuff that you know, perhaps an eight year old just really shouldn't be uh, seeing or trying to understand. You know, death and yeah. and and just like like in Final Fantasy VII remake, for example. You know, spoilers when the plate comes crashing down. It, I mean, how many thousands of people died just from Shinra doing that? So like, yeah, that's kind of, yeah. like that's kind of like, you know, kind of a tough thing to maybe for an eight year old to wrap their head around. So I don't know. I, I, I think if um, if they're going to do an animated series, I, w- I would prefer them to kind of do like more like what they did with Castlevania on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Kind of be more mature, not like super violent and bloody, but like I just mean yeah, like Castlevania kind of, is very bloody yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know what you're saying. Yeah, but yeah. staring it more towards like you know maybe like 16 plus year old, you know 16 yeah. year old plus like kind of show. Mm-hmm. So you know, uh, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I, I looked up Cyber Group Studios. They haven't done anything I recognize. Okay. Um, unless so they're I, all kids shows, then of course I don't know what they are. Yeah. Well, then yeah. I mean, if they do a lot of kids shows, that doesn't bode well, Jeff. I don't want some like cg like mickey mouse clubhouse like yeah it's giant it's, head final fantasy like care <laughs> it's it's uh basically dora the explorer but final fantasy congratulations there's your tv I, show i'd be so pissed jeff I'd be so pissed. <laughs> is it although is it although, although that could maybe get those kids to be interested so as they get older then they see they're like oh there's an actual game so yeah. maybe it steers them in that direction i don't know i'm just trying to put a positive spin on it jeff yeah why not positive spin um in this series is going to be netflix or they didn't say yet didn't say um i i I honestly don't know if it's actually official i think it's just a rumor at the moment Hmm. um but i thought it was interesting because well it's final fantasy so you know so we'll see uh next one uh new borderlands 3 update allows crossplay but not on playstation of course uh because they don't (laughs) they don't want to do that and increases level cap so that's cool Um, so I included that because I know that uh, I don't know if you played Borderlands three, but I know that I didn't. Okay, I know that Tim and Derek did for sure, and they like they liked it a lot. So yeah. I wanted to put that in there because I know that people really really like that game. Like some of them put it as like game of the year mm. for that year, even though there were definitely better games that came out that year. But whatever. Uh, <laughs> of course, absolutely. But you know, <laughs> but some people did feel very passionately about that game. I wanted to throw that out there in case y'all did not know. Like you can do crossplay <laughs> now, and your level cap is way higher. 
So that could open that sounds, up certain things. Again, unless you have a PlayStation, because PlayStation doesn't want to play nice. Yeah. They don't want to play nice. Well, that's okay. They'll keep making their millions. I mean, what does it matter? <laughs> they don't I, care. Honestly, honestly, Jeff, as as the quote-unquote Sony pony of the group, uh, I think they need to get their the their head out of their own behind and just, like, play ball. Because, like, it's just... Yeah. It's just good optics at the end of the day. Like, yeah. I get it. You're doing the best, but like, then you're going to make more people happy because they're like, cool, Sony's playing ball. Like, we're all just getting along and everybody can play with each other. Like, you know, like, yeah, stop doing these dumb PR things that piss people off. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? You know, uh, it's so dumb. So whatever. It is what it is. Uh, Aliens Fireteam Elite gets an August 24th release date. Will be on consoles, but not on Switch. And PC via Steam. Yeah, can't wait for this game, dude. This is a like a four four player, three player game. Uh, is that kind of like the Diablo esque perspective? No, no. This no? is uh, over the shoulder third person shooter. Oh, okay. I thought it was. Yeah, like, they, they like did an extensive like demo. I think IGN okay. did an extensive demo uh, with with the developer, like one of the IGN guys, and then two of the developers played together. Okay. And you have to like hold your own against a a, a ton of aliens. Uh, you know running at you on one of their stations or something on, a, on a, like an abandoned space station or something like that. So it's kind of like left for dead vibes, maybe left for dead a little bit. Okay. Uh, okay. World war Z type game. It's gotcha. kind of like that. And each person you do have like special specialists, like roles yeah. you could take on as like a medic or whatever engineer. I don't know, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So you can prepare to actually like fortify your defenses. Cool. For a wave of enemies. Yeah. Um, it looks yeah, it looks like a fun time, like kind of like Left 4 Dead was, you know. Uh, yeah, I would definitely want to play this multiplayer with some friends. Yeah. What, uh, friends? what friends though? <laughs> you find them online, Jeff. Yeah. I want to play that Back for Blood game because I never, oh, I never played too. Left 4 Dead because I didn't have an Xbox. Mm-hmm. But Back for Blood looks super fun. So I, I played a uh, Left 4 Dead. I played on PC. I played that yeah. in the second one on PC, mostly the second one. Uh, me and my brother got so much playtime out of that, dude. I mean, that oh my god, the multiplayer experience is so much freaking fun on those. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, especially you have to be to get the full benefit of the multiplayer experience. You have to be on chat to, to have the most fun. Right. Playing of with course. strangers is a nightmare because, <laughs> like, my, sometimes me and my brother would tag up with two other people or whatever, and uh, they would be so awful and wouldn't tell. Like, you know, they'd just be like, "Oh God, they're down again. Let me go heal them." Like, it'd just be so ridiculous. Um, were you communicating when, with them? Yeah, or? no, we weren't talking. We had our own chat going. Um, so, so <laughs> at a certain point, we just switched it over to because you can you can get like um, you know CPU allies instead. Okay. Um, so we went ended up going that route instead. And uh, oh, I guess I got a text message. Sorry, didn't realize I didn't have my phone on. How dare you? So so unprofessional, Jeff. So unprofessional. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, when you're on chat together, you can just kind of be like, I'm being overwhelmed. And you can kind of shout out, you know, when there's a witch or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. Is that what they're called? Witches or whatever? They're like the zombies know. that if you sneak up on them, they just jump, they just pounce on you. Yeah. They're the ones that are like crying or whatever. You can hear them. And okay. if you hear, hear some, some crying, you stay away from that crying. Or else if they catch you, they'll just jump right on you and you're dead like within a second. Yeah. It's yeah. a nightmare. I don't remember if they're called witches or not, but um back for blood looks like it's gonna have way freaking more of those (laughs) type of big baggies you know that are like oh no not this guy yeah yeah Yeah, and i think i think taking the alien universe and putting you know kind of mixing that with the the left (laughs) for dead formula i think could be fun for sure yeah i love the alien and aliens are just top notch i haven't seen any of the alien movies past aliens the james cameron movie okay 
Um, but I, I love actually, that as a setting for a shooter. That sounds yeah, really yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the fourth, I think the fourth one is not the best, but the third one wasn't bad. There are some big remember. names in the Alien sequels that are involved in the Alien sequels. Like, they yeah. went on to make big names for themselves later. I think yeah, David yeah. Fincher directed one of them. It was, like, one of his first movies. Mm. I guess it's good to start out on a bad note, and then it's only uphill from there. Because right. he's only been making great movies since then. Uh, yeah. And then I think Joss yeah. Whedon, uh, I know he, you know, he, he sucks as a person or whatever, but he, <laughs> he wrote uh, one of them, if I'm not mistaken. He wrote, oh, I think he, he wrote Resurrection or something. Hmm. And the director of that was some, like, famous, like, you know, artistic French director. And everybody's like, why did he do this movie? Jean-Pierre Junette. Jean-Pierre. He, he did uh, Delicatessen, which is, like, an arty... WTF type movie. Um, I, I got to find his filmography because I know he did something else. Amelie. He did Amelie, which is like a very bubbly, like love, you know, French movie. It's it's like a love story or whatever. I mean, kind of like alien vibes. Kind of alien vibes. Yeah, it's very alien, I guess, to Americans. I don't, <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> what? This doesn't make any sense. Uh, oh, he did City of Lost Children, too. I did see that one. That one is freaking weird. So he's only done weird movies. And for him to go to that, it's a blockbuster movie that yeah. was written by Joss Whedon to Amelie, weirdest palate cleanser ever. Uh, it's got some, like I said, big names attached to those, yeah. some of those sequels. I don't remember what came after uh, Alien Resurrection, though. I think that was... I th- was I'm that it? I'm sure or... this four altogether. Oh, was it, they really? Did, they did the... Well, this Covenant, which is the newest one. Oh, you're right. They, but it doesn't they have... To... Um, yeah. It doesn't have Sigourney Reaver, Weaver in it, so... Yeah, you're right. So they switched to Prometheus. Prometheus, and yes. I have a whole other thoughts on those movies. <laughs> those movies well, we are can, just a mess. We could discuss that at another time. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll discuss that when I, this game comes out in August. It's so. a shame that I had to drop that and we have to move on because I know that there was a recent thread in Current Gen where everybody was defending Prometheus and Covenant, and I was just so, in the background kind of rolling my eyes. Like, These <laughs> movies are so freaking frustrating. So for like, <clears throat> I'm not, like, I'm not, like, super into, like, I don't read, like, all this stuff about the lore of the Alien series, so, like, Prometheus honestly didn't bother me. Yeah. But, like, I mean, I it's don't not, know. Like, it's just there's characters making the dumbest decisions possible. That happens in so many movies. I mean, like horror it's movies, true. for example. I mean, like, I just oh, I'm running F9. and I'm gonna trip and fall all the time. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, it's you know, I just watched F9 and they make the, some of the dumbest decisions <laughs> ever in that movie. Uh, or they talk dumb, I should say. It's not like that characters Vin make dumb decisions; it's that they talk dumb. Uh, <laughs> yes, they <laughs> um, talk stupid. Whereas uh, in Prometheus and in Covenant, especially, uh, characters are just making the dumbest decisions, and you're like, how are you this genius space aeronaut engineer? And you're like. Yeah, let's just go down to this planet without helmets on. It's no big right. deal. Let yeah, me go. Yeah. Let me go. I'm gonna go diddle this alien uh, cloud or whatever and see what happens. And you're yeah. like, what? Why are you doing this? You're supposed That's to be not, geniuses. You wouldn't. You wouldn't do that. No. Okay. That's <laughs> Apparently, you're way smarter than all of those fictitious characters, Jeff. So. But then some of the, you know, some of the lore stuff that they did try to drop in at the nuggets of lore just weren't enough for it to make sense for me. Like, sure. It, I when I finished prometheus for example i was like i feel like i have to do a lot of googling to make sense of what the heck i just saw because yeah they didn't really explain it in the movie at least to me i i don't know that movies those movies have defenders I'm, you know i'm <laughs> well, not opposed to that speaking speaking of space jeff mm-hmm. um we'll move on to the microsoft news yeah halo halo infinite devs quote unquote very committed to holiday release date 
per Phil Spencer. Yeah. You know, you know what, Phil? That sounds great and all, but like I don't care until the game goes gold and the game's already in the store. So this yeah, means awesome. <laughs> they and it's funny, I think they're gonna try to align it with Windows eleven coming out. Because okay. sure. And that's another bit of news for Microsoft, the world of Microsoft. They did have a Windows eleven showcase and they also said uh, no release date. They gave a window of holiday twenty twenty one. Cool. So I wonder if they're trying to align those mm. because um, Windows 11 is going to have a ton of gaming features that the Series X already has, like in terms of auto HDR, uh, faster load times via direct storage, which is already on the Series X, um, and the xCloud stuff, which I don't know if that's been live or not. I'm pretty sure that's might still be in beta or something, um, but they're going to integrate that into the Xbox app for so you can do like uh, uh, cloud gaming, I guess. Um, and, uh, just everything's just going to be way faster on that operating system. Like, you know, just general performance, the browser is going to be faster. The, uh, the operating system updates aren't going to be so freaking massive. It's going to be smaller and just, you know, faster and stuff like that. So because the Xbox integration into windows is so important to some of their, you know, customer base now, I feel like Halo Infinite is going to launch with this, Okay. you know, so they can play it on this brand new operating system, super fast. And it's going to look amazing, according so, to and, toss, gonna, and for Series X. They're tossing out the word fast here and there. Yeah. Get, getting real loose with the word fast. Yeah, yeah. It, is this is this Windows 11 only going to be compatible with, like, SSDs some, really, some really decent machine? Yeah, or SSDs? Like, yeah, I, mean, I think all of everything, not everything, but most things performance-related does depend on your hardware, of course. Like, right. they do have on their website, I think they did release minimum specifications right so you do have to have certain things in terms of your gpu and direct x capabilities and uh you know uh, ram hard drive all that stuff um to get the most benefits out of windows 11 yeah um i think the best part of this too is it's they're continuing their user-friendly type of marketing or whatever you want to call it uh because you know all windows 10 users are apparently uh, eligible for an upgrade for free Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Which is rad. And I think my computer, because my I just got my computer uh, last year with my Biden bucks. <laughs> Earlier this year, I should say. Biden bucks. Uh, so uh, I, I'm definitely going to be getting it and trying out some gaming on it. Maybe things will run better for me. Yeah, yeah I'm curious if my four-year-old laptop would be able to handle it, but <laughs> I'll, I'll see when they release Windows 11. Well, I'll see what it, you know, if it can handle yeah. it or not. So, I, God, I hope it's good. I mean, I, you know, because I, I work with Microsoft, like I work with Windows all freaking day at my job, um, right? Seven and ten. Uh, I hope, I hope this one's not a Vista. You know what I mean? Because there's always <laughs> like one version that you're like, God, this is the worst, dude. Um, I had, I had Vista for a good too. while. Yeah, um, and I, I never didn't got really eight. Have I yeah. didn't have issues with Vista. Like people hated Vista. I was like, I don't understand why people vehemently hate this operating system. Like it works fine for me. Like I don't know. I I think it was a hardware issue for me. Like I got it on a okay. laptop that was kind of cheap at this place, uh, Micro Center. I don't think they exist anymore near me. They might. Okay. They might. Because the pandemic or whatever. I was just. I'm not sure what's sure. closed and what's still open. But uh, sure. That that thing was just slow as molasses. I just had okay. all the problems in the world with it. Um. Then I did. I take it back. I did buy another desktop uh that did have windows 8 on it and then like not even a few months after i owned it windows 10 was like free to everybody so i just got windows 10 on it um immediately like i was like let's just upgrade this i you know windows 8 it's not great they had to like they they were trying to gear you towards uh 
getting a tablet. Remember when they were kept going mm. advertising Surface tablets everywhere, like on TV yeah. shows, everything. And that's what Windows 8 was, was like a tablet-friendly operating system. Okay. And when their tablets didn't really take off, because iPads were still running the show on that sure. market, um, they had to roll out an update that's like, okay, here's a start menu that you're used to now. And yeah. it's like, that's just embarrassing, dude. Like, it's <laughs> just embarrassing. so embarrassing that they had to just skip nine. They're like, you know, we're not going to even go in like yeah. numbered order. We're just going to go <laughs> yeah. right to 10. Cause like, I bet nine yeah, is 10. More, more tablet crap. So they were just like, yeah. let's just go to 10. Yeah. Uh, and 11, aesthetically, just for a comparison, uh, it's going to be more like, kind of like the Apple. Well, I guess Apple's more customization friendly. But it's going to be more like the Apple home screen when you log into your computer, where all your icons are in the middle of the screen. Like okay. the start menu and the taskbar icons hmm. are going to be at the bottom middle of your screen. I'll have to check out uh, some screenshots. Sounds interesting. Yeah, it looks interesting. doesn't look too different than Windows 10, so it's not going to be... Are they going to let you switch, drawing. though? Because people don't like change. So I, I, I would imagine, like especially like, say, an older person, they just happen to get a new PC when this comes out. And they're like, why is this different than the one before? I, I did see some screenshots that were like look like old Windows 10. Like okay. everything's on the far left or whatever. Gotcha. Uh, far yeah. bottom. Customization is always good because yeah. like if giving people options is always just going to alleviate any sort of complaining because then exactly. you just have all these different things that you can do. So I've definitely you know. noticed that as part of Microsoft's constant updates with Windows 10 is like we're going to give the users way more customization options now, which yeah. I'm like, God, because when when it was like Vista and eight, I couldn't do anything. But now it feels like I can do way more stuff in terms of customizing yeah. my start menu and moving icons around. And yeah. Yeah. Thank customization, God. Customization's good, Jeff. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't know why you added this on here, but we're just going to read it. Space Jam, a new legacy game yeah. announced. Space coming, Jam. Coming to Game Pass July 1st. I'm sure. sure it's a song that goes with Space Jam, and I can't remember it because I didn't listen to it. I believe I can fly. Yeah, oh, there we go. Christ. Space Jam. Yeah, uh, but this is apparently a, an Xbox exclusive. Look out, guys. <laughs> In a few days, Space Jam New Legacy coming to xbox this is just the beginning jeff the the uh the exclusives are going to start rolling in after space jam They're yeah it's going to start flooding in That's the peak honestly uh jesus christ <laughs> all right do you want to do you want to read off that other microsoft bullet point or what do you oh yeah just... yeah the last note in there is F stfu Derek. uh but he's okay. not here to relay that note at least not that's yet. fine maybe he will be stfu Derek. very important i think that should be the episode uh, title but i don't know i don't want to <laughs> It should I think be. the episode title should just be six nine six nine six nine six nine like over and over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> or or you do you type out the words sixty and then nine, but the eyes there's like fifty eyes, so you're sixty nine. You know, or, you, just keep, uh, like you just keep going. You know. Or just call it or just title it nice because that's like the reply everybody gives on Reddit whenever nice. sixty nine comes up. They just go nice, and then it's like a thread of just nice, nice. <laughs> it is nice. It's real nice. It's, it's real, nice. Nice. real nice. Yeah. Uh, so the only bit of Nintendo news is, uh, yeah. well, the my, uh, Monster Hunter Stories demo is now live. Uh, similar to the World Ends With You demo, the uh, save data will carry over to the game. Yeah. Um, I don't have the date. Do you remember what the date is of the actual when it releases? I know I it's I think it's soon. like the first week of July. So it, okay. they launched this demo uh, very close to release date. Okay. I, I know it's soon. I just couldn't remember the date. Yeah, it's the 9th. It comes out the 9th. Okay. The Switch, yeah. Cool. Yeah, so there you go. I mean, th honestly, this needs to be a thing more often. I, I think it's super cool to, like, first of yeah. all, demos are just fun because it's just, like, if you want to try it, then go ahead. But, to, like, to actually carry over the data, I think that's really cool. 
Yeah, so. I do. I, I do respect uh, when the developers make that. It's a very conscious decision. I feel like that they're doing that. Um, yeah. That way you're like, but I made all these choices, and especially games as big as this, where you have to get an inventory going. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So that's pretty cool. Uh, moving on to Sony news. So here's a here's a juicy rumor. Ghost of Tsushima expansion later this year, titled Ghost of Ikishima. Ikishima. I think that's right. Ikishima. Yeah. I think Ikishima. That's Set in the Japanese islands of Iki, uh, or Iki, Iki. I don't know. I'm not Japanese. I think it's Iki. Iki, south of Tsushima, uh, just off the coast of the mainland, will feature a next PlayStation showcase in the near future. And again, um, this, that's this. All of this is rumor. So I, the verbiage that was typed in was as if it was the rumor. But yeah, apparently yeah, yeah. some guy, I can't remember the guy's name, that um, is is pretty reliable as a leaker and stuff. I've, I've, I, whenever I see that, I'm like, okay, he's, sure. He's on Twitter or something, but he'll yeah. he'll post something, and, and uh, he's been pretty adamant that there's going to be a showcase very soon around the corner. Yeah. That's going to contain just, this and something else that's pretty massive. I'm trying to... I, I'm probably not going to find it. I was trying to see when that last free DLC, it was free, which was awesome, came out that had the uh the multiplayer yeah because i mean that was dude yeah when i when i saw this i think kyle actually shared this with me and i was like oh i gotta put this in the notes um i was like dude if it's as good as the multiplayer this is gonna be like one of the best expansions ever made because because we're talking about a whole new potentially a whole new map like it that's like like right. I, put, I put it in there for a reason that it's so, south of tsushima so it's not going to be in that island you're going to be on a totally different island so, yeah, Ghost of Tsushima's multiplayer mode Legends came out uh, in October 2020. So that's not that long ago. So I don't know if, like, I don't know if it was, like, a much smaller team, like, on the side was working on the multiplayer. And then, like, the other, the rest of the team was working on potentially this deal, uh, this um, it could. expansion or whatever Sounds you want to like call Insomniac it. In, this is Insomniac, right? Yeah, no, yeah. it's not. It's Sucker Punch. It's Sucker Punch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yep, yep, but, I mean... I mean, they're going places, right? Uh, so they are. It just seems so like they it could just have really soon. It, it just it seems does. really soon. But also, uh, Ghost of Tsushima was a 2020 title, correct? Like, didn't we? Or was it 2019? Yeah, during the pandemic. Yeah, it came out during. Did it? I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, it did. Because Last of Us Two came out, and that was like the whole debate it was like, which one's better or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, Ghost uh, uh, came out in the spring or something. I'm trying to remember the dates. I don't remember exact dates, but I felt like when the multiplayer launched and it was extensive as it was, I was shocked at the turnaround, not just the turnaround time, but the fact that the quality was so freaking good. So I guess they're just pouring excess resources into all this. And uh, it, I feel like it's going to be reliably just, um, just based on my impressions of the multiplayer at launch and how smooth it was. I mean, it's going to be amazing. <laughs> it has to be. <laughs> Ghost of Tsushima came out July 17th. July so, and in October yeah. we had Legends. Yeah, yeah. That's insane, so, dude. That's I so mean, insane. Maybe maybe they've expanded. I just I yeah. mean, fingers crossed if they release like kind of like this expansion thing, like a Miles Morales, uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales That's, type of thing. That was in my head what I compared yeah. it to when I heard the news was like, oh, it's a Miles Morales uh, Lost Legacy type yeah. four to six hour, or even eight hour affair. Yeah. Where, you know, and uh, I mean, didn't it didn't say? I don't think it said when what systems, right? If it's PS4, PS5, or it might. I would imagine it'd be both because they want it out. According mm. to the rumor, if you want to believe it, it's supposed to be this year that it comes out. Well, 
I'm I'm one of these proponents that like I get that if you haven't bought a PS5 like that sucks but like I just want these games to start being from the ground up built for PS5 cuz mm-hmm. like Ghost of Tsushima was like gorgeous on PS4 imagine that like the sequel or whatever imagine like just PS5 yeah. ground up PS5 like that's yeah. going to be bananas Have so. they done an upgrade yet like everybody like a lot of other people have they um, haven't done a I don't know okay. I don't know I don't I wonder if they'll uh be like by the way whenever the next showcase is they'll be like by the way there's an update waiting yeah. for you on the store now for ps5 i i think there was but i'd I not hold on a oh, ps5 do they even need one <laughs> the game I, is so gorgeous <laughs> yeah and it load it loaded pretty fast too even yeah. on ps5 goes to Tsushima. i still need to check out last of us 2's uh update uh which i heard looks i mean it already looked amazing on ps4 pro so i i can only imagine how amazing it looks on five yeah, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't look like there is an update at the moment, so. Oh, okay. So but, I, I yeah. wonder if they're saving that for the showcase, and, and I feel like that'll be like a same-day type thing, like it's already updated, because yeah. that's what they tend to do at those showcases, where like, yeah, when there's an update. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Very, very cool. So Insomniac, hiring for new multiplayer project. No word on if it's for an existing IP or new game. Yeah, I think this is worthy of news because insomniac is just doing amazing stuff right now so i'm really into this <laughs> like yeah i'll play a multiplayer game i don't even give a crap if it's like some free-to-play bull crap uh that i normally go Ugh, i'm not gonna play or, that or something within the ratchet and clank universe <laughs> yeah exactly yeah considering what so. they've done with ratchet and clank and uh spider-man uh i'll play anything they do i mean like seriously um Dude, Spider-Man, Spider-Man is so good. <laughs> ah, dude, it's, it's just so amazing. And you were already a Spider-Man mega fan before the game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, imagine how over the moon you had to have been. When oh, yeah. And Miles Morales. like. Oh, yeah. I mean, literally just the fighting. Like, the acrobatics just put a smile yeah. on my face. Like, I'm just, like, playing, and I just have a dumb little kid smile on my face. Just him hopping around, like... Yeah, and I love... So fun. What made me extra happy, especially after having seen uh, Into the Spider-Verse with yes. Miles, when he's flying around or fighting, it's yeah. always like he's kind of accidentally being good at yeah, stuff. Yeah, <laughs> And they purposefully animated him that way, when I, th- I thought right. that was brilliant, because he's brand yeah. new at the whole thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's when just he's learning, around, so... He's like, ah! And then he's yeah. like... You know, he webs a building or something, and you're it's like, like oh, his oh, version of being clumsy. Like whereas yeah. you and I would just like trip over, like you know, like the yeah. curb or something. Like he's <laughs> like doing still crazy, amazing things, but he's right. kind of like fumbly about it. Like yeah, there's yeah, they, yeah. these guys are so brilliant, dude. They're just yeah. they just understand what they're doing. So I'm, I'm hyped for a multiplayer uh, type project that they're yeah. gonna be working on. I mean, it's probably gonna be like five years away, but you know, still we'll see. We'll see. And then the other rumor, uh, God of War Ragnarok gameplay reveal in next PlayStation showcase. So I don't know, Jeff. I mean, that seems like a insane showcase if that's the case. But that yeah. could be like their E3, right? It God could of be War and the like last a ghost, showcase you know. was only about Horizon, right? right. So uh, this could be the E3 thing that they do. But it would be um, crazy to have a rumor where it's talking about gameplay where we haven't actually even seen any footage whatsoever. Like, yeah. I would assume a teaser, like a in, like a cutscene teaser type of thing, not even gameplay. Well, so when they revealed God of War, the new one, 2016, mm. 17, whenever the hell it came out, yeah, when, yeah. <laughs> when they revealed 17. that at E3, it was uh, it was a gameplay demo and it was like 15, 12, yeah. 15 minutes or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I could see them doing something kind of like that, but they did just do a title reveal. So you could be right. I mean, because... We, I don't see the gameplay changing that much. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if they I just, mean, just add to it, just improve. Yeah, just add exactly. and improve. You know, they they shouldn't yeah. have to because it already yeah. plays amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think maybe like, just. Suddenly, um, I think maybe just make sort of the level the the way the levels are constructed like a a bit smoother. Yeah. Because like I felt like there was some backtracking that was just kind of clunky in in that one. Like. Hmm. But like it's it, hard to it's, find a it's hard to find a legit criticism that I have on that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it's at the end of the day, like, that's just kind of like me trying to find something. <laughs> yeah, trying to find something that they can... Yeah, you know, it's an amazing game, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I and sure. Gag, uh, Apparently, God of War Ragnarok, even though it sounds like an amazing title, um, isn't even the official title. Every article I read, they're still like, that's not the official title. Right. I'm yeah, like, yeah. what else is it going to be? That's such a good title. Yeah. I <laughs> now, mean, if it's not that, we're going to be like, that's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> God of War, something, I don't know, Happy Days or Thor's oh. Revenge, uh, yeah. which would be a little excessive, um, or or like uh, the Wrath of Thor or something like that. Actually, that's not bad. That's not a bad title. <laughs> Wrath of Thor. I don't know. Thor. That sounds a little. Too, that sounds a little moba. It sounds a little moba. Oh uh, yeah, you're right. Sounds like yeah. <laughs> Wrath of Thor. I don't know, but that would be that would be a pretty solid. Like if they did those, just those two things, yeah. it'd be like, all right. So Sony came to, you know, their sort of, you know, approach to E3 was this, and that would be definitely pretty cool. That would so definitely. So the fact that there are so many state of play or showcase rumors abound about new games or whatever, especially big titles like this, um, has me thinking that there, there's definitely something around the corner because um, yep. there's been several different insiders uh i think the god of war one came from somebody specifically on twitter that's yeah. been reliable with their leaks um but there's been several articles you can find that are like you know there's a there's a state of play coming soon state of play coming soon yeah um, well hopefully some, we'll see yeah hopefully so and and here's another rumor i found from uh, a few weeks ago actually that also says that they're working on a god of war trailer for a presentation in the summer well i'm pretty as far as i know right now it's just EA that's officially doing something in July. So if Sony wants to try to, you know, nudge the way. I see them doing something in July, and they yeah. tend to only announce things a week in advance. Like, with Horizon, they did, like, a week in advance or something. Yeah. Or maybe yeah, a yeah, couple yeah. weeks. They don't so, need more time. They're Sony. Everybody's going to watch. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> you know? I mean, people were hungry for, like, the, you know, an E3, so people just want to watch this stuff, you know? Exactly. It is exciting, so. So, so EA... Is it next week or something? Or I didn't even check when they were going to be doing something. Um, I don't know when in July. EA Live. But it, they're considering it part of their E3 EA play. That, that's just like they're not. Well, they're not like calling it that it's E3, but like mm-hmm. it's just when they're doing their show. So kind of like last year when last year when all these uh, developers, whatever you want to call them, did their showcases and stuff or, yeah, or yeah, conferences. Yeah. It was right. all spread out throughout the summer. It wasn't like... Yeah, which I did not like. Which yeah. I did not like. Um, so, so July yeah, 22nd. Yeah, yeah, I just looked it up too. Uh, July 22nd, that's a while away. Yeah, so end of I, the month. I leave, leave it up to PlayStation to come in and be like, <laughs> you know, we're going to blow you guys out of the water. Sorry, EA. <laughs> yeah, right in the beginning of the month, just sneak in there with a God of War. Dude, if they snuck in there with like a God of War and a ghost of Iki, Ikishima or whatever, yeah. it'd be like... Uh, I mean, unless unless they did, you know, do the uh, Dead Space revival, whatever it mm-hmm. was, like that would be the only thing that I think could be like yeah. maybe somewhat, you know, hold hold up against a God of War and we're getting these rumors. Yeah, dude, I I feel like if they do a, another state of play, um, I do feel like, uh, well, if it's a matter of when, really, but I I, yeah. do, I can picture the ghost 
expansion opening it and the God of War stuff closing it. That's how sure. I can picture it yeah. going around. Going, yeah, yeah, yeah. going on, like, because, uh, you know, Ghost would be like, this is an immediate release. Right. You know, this is, like, literally coming this year, if we're to believe the rumor. And God of War would be... Next year. You know, it's already been pushed yeah. to next year, so yeah, that yeah, would be, yeah. like, future type thing. Yeah. Um, so that would be, man, I, gosh, fingers crossed, well, man. I, I love hype, so... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 Huber, that Huber energy. Yeah. That Michael Huber energy. I don't know if you're uh, yeah, easy allies. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I like that guy. Yes, he's he's just he's a good guy. So, well, uh, well, I guess we'll just uh, got nothing else news wise. So we'll yeah. just kind of go I into. I didn't really uh, touch on Mario Golf a whole lot, but if hey, yes, if you like golf mentioned... games and they're yeah, kind of yeah. cartoonish, uh, more cartoonish the better. Then you'll like Mario Golf. There's really not a whole lot of substance to what I played yet, but you mentioned a certain multiplayer mode or something where it's yeah, like yeah it's like that mode where you're sort of battling and like yeah. racing to the next uh the next yeah. hole so so there is a, a you know it's it's called like what super rush uh, there is a rush mode where you're just rushing it to your ball after you hit it mm. um and that's just regular and you can run into your opponents or whatever so okay. the mode that you're talking about might be a more battle mode where like as you're running you like hit somebody with like a yeah there's like power ups like and that. stuff yeah. Yeah. um so that sounds really fun um but I yeah I, all I did was adventure mode where it's your me it's your me avatar mm-hmm. and uh, you're not really talking or anything it's just noises meh wee meh that type of stuff <laughs> and, uh, sweet it's it's fun like Mario it's, barely it's talks right so it's kind of a odd palette cleanser compared to mass effect like it just the whole time i'm playing i'm like i just want to play mass effect (laughs) (laughs) two two very uh, different types of games you know yeah i'm just addicted to the whole mass effect uh type of game right now you know it's just uh same thing happened without play dragon age just get jump into dragon age i might as well i mean if it's like kind of like all that the only difference is it's really fantasy i mean it's it's sword and shields and magic versus shooting so like yeah and a but fan, in terms in of a fantasy R- setting. the RPG elements are kind of like the same. Is that what is that kind of what it is? Yeah, I mean it's a, it's an action dialogue RPG, just like and Mass Effect. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. Cool. Yep. Relationships. I, I mean, I so might. So. I yeah. might do it. I'm just super into these games that are just like. Super do you like lo- Lord of the Rings? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Then, for the love of God, go play Dragon Age, Chef. <laughs> just <laughs> for the love of God, do yourself a favor and go play Dragon Age. <laughs> All right. It's great. I'd probably um, start with Inquisition, though. I don't know if they're direct sequels of each other. They are. They are. So I'd I mean, probably have to brush up on because so the technically, old, older ones feel a little too old for me right now. So so technically, each one has a different main character, but like, I mean, it's taking place within uh, within the same world. Um, there is st- there is like sort of like a through line as far as like characters returning and like kind of crossing oh. over things like that. So, um, like well, the very is- the very beginning of Inquisition, there's a character that's talking to someone that is from the second Dragon Age. I'm pretty sure he was only in the second Dragon Age, so. Um, but I mean, it's a lot of hours to invest in, so, you know, it's up to I'm, you. I'm all about a big game right now, man. That's Mass Effect felt like massive, well, quite literally massive. Um, yes. Every game was either 30, 30 to forty hours, and yeah. I beat. I still beat all three games. I beat, it. <laughs> and that's like a total of, I don't know. I don't want to do math right now. It's too many hours. <laughs> well, I mean, so. Whatever you know, play some more Mario Golf. Next time, have a, a bit more specifics. Please yeah. do that. Do that like battle mode, whatever, because yeah. that seems Hopefully like the most by then interesting I'll get, aspect. Uh, I'll get my hands dirty on Scarlet Nexus too, because I definitely yeah. want. I definitely want to try that. The gameplay does appeal to me, even though I don't necessarily play anime games a lot, but I do like action-oriented games. 
Well, Jeff, um, you know, in the thread, you were being snarky against anime, and I don't really appreciate yeah. that, because uh, anime <laughs> is amazing, so, you know what? It's just because it's fun to, I don't know. <laughs> you know, people, some, it's fun so, to poke, poke the bear, well, I guess. So, like, I'm definitely more of, like, this kind of a nerd, video games, anime, stuff like that, mm-hmm. and my wife's not, but within, during the pandemic, I was like, you know what, do you want to, like, maybe try to watch some anime? Like, some, and I know what, like, her interests are. She doesn't like a lot of violence and stuff like that. But, like, we, we watched some where, like, you know, I, I like anime where there's definitely, like, fighting. Like, uh, like a My Hero Academia. Mm-hmm. Um, or a Naruto or something like that. So where there is combat going on, but there's also, like, a really deep story and a lot of characters and just, like, a rich lore. Um, so I'm super anime, anime, and I got her to watch some of those. And, you know, again, she wasn't a fan at all. She had never really experienced it that much, aside from, like, just kind of seeing snippets here and there. But, yeah, she's, she likes, you know, she likes some of the, the ones that we watch. So Awesome. Even if you've never experienced anime, anime is very studio Studio Ghibli is, like, the only oh, anime yeah. I really watch. That's high-quality stuff. So, I mean, that's good, too. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, and there's one that's – I don't think it's Studio Ghibli, but it's definitely – you know, inspired by that line of work. Sure. Um, it's, uh, or, or at least, uh, you know, the sentimentality of it and the, whatever the world. Yeah. God, the world with you. Is that the name of it from last year? And the um, one, uh, the one called your name, uh, which oh, I really, really liked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it might be called the world with you, but it's There's about a, a girl of... that controls the weather, the world okay. with you. Is that what I'm it say is? The world ends with you is that RPG that we were just talking about. I mean, I probably got that on my brain, dude. <laughs> there's a, I swear to God, there's an anime where a girl controls the weather and you have to. That does sound very familiar. I know I've seen yeah. the trailer for it. I can't remember the name. Or but... not you, but the character like uses yeah, yeah, that yeah. to gain, to get money. Like they are like, oh, it, it rains here all the time. So she like makes it like sunshine or whatever. Uh, and it's okay. got a lot of heart to it. It's a great movie. It reminds me of those uh, Studio Ghibli type. Um, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, a lot of those movies. Definitely, when you see the trailer, you're like, "Oh, this definitely is inspired." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they they might Uh, they made their mark. But Scarlet Nexus is not inspired by Studio Ghibli. Uh, (laughs) It's definitely a bit more violent. It's (laughs) a you know a darker a darker world. Weathering with you, weathering with you. Sorry, weathering with you. Yeah. (laughs) Um. So Scarlet Nexus, uh, anime aesthetic. So if you're into that, that's a plus. Uh, it's an action RPG. Um, I would say as far as the way it moves and the fluidity is is a little more leaning towards like a Devil May Cry, mm-hmm. like kind of more like fast and frenetic. Um, but it does have RPG elements. Um, but when, you, when you're stringing attacks together, and I don't know if maybe I'm just like not timing it right, um, it's not as fluid as Devil May Cry. Um, but there are different moves that you can do in the middle of combat. Um but so as far as the actual story, so my gripe, my one gripe, and I mentioned this about the demo and uh, having played the game now for about three or four hours, that definitely just seems to be how they sort of deliver the story to you um, is my is the main thing that I have an issue with. So traditionally, um, when you have a cutscene in a game, you know, it's it's you see the character models, they're standing around, they're talking, whatever. It's like it's in game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um this game, what they like to do is um, say the character is kind of walking along with someone, and then it's almost like it takes like a screenshot, and then it frames it, and then you'll see like the the sort of the portraits, a left and right portrait of just their faces, 
and then the dialogue pops up and it's just their faces kind of slightly animating and they're talking to each other. Yeah. I've so seen that of, before. Yeah. So it, it, it almost kind of gives me, um, so it almost looks like a metal gear when they're doing the codec, mm. uh, you know, when they're, you know, conversing through the codec when solid snake is talking to, I don't know if you've played metal gear, obviously. No, right? no. no, you haven't played metal gear. Remember I didn't own a PS one. So like, God damn it, Jeff, I couldn't get on that. I couldn't get on that train. I couldn't. If right, I wanted well, apparently to. Jeff doesn't understand what I'm talking about with Codex. <laughs> but but it, I know that I've seen those in, well, especially anime type games before where it'll be like, they'll come in the screen and we'll talk. Well, like the tail, the tail series does that, but they kind of, um, they have like almost like a full portrait that'll take up a lot of the screen of the character. And there's like slight animation, but like, I don't, for me personally, like and I understand that requires more of a budget, and maybe that's probably what the issue was. They just didn't have the budget to do full, like, in-game character right. model cutscenes. Um, but it just it's it's disorienting to me because like there are some cutscenes and and they'll be acting them out, but then suddenly it's just static images with like faces sort of you know kind of like their mouths moving a little bit and talking. So it's just I'm not I'm not feeling the way that they're sort of delivering the dialogue in that manner. Um, but it's not a deal breaker. Um, the art is very nice, like the the detail. And again, if you're into anime and you like that style and that aesthetic, um, then that still kind of works for you. Um, mm -hmm. It's just more of a personal preference. I like seeing the characters like acting out a moment and kind of like emoting and things happening. So, um, but, but other than that, the combat is really fun. Um, it's uh, like I said, an action game. So you're you're hitting square a lot. Um, but you do do triangle, which does sort of like, um, so there's two main characters. One of them has like telekinesis. Well, they both have telekinesis powers, but one of them is a little more close range, mm -hmm. which is, uh, the, the male character, Yuito. Mm -hmm. Um, so he has a sword, so he does almost sort of like he, the triangle kind of like he'll throw his sword, like uh, with his telekinesis out. So sort oh. of like, like a mid range attack and then it comes back to him. So, cool. um, and then the main thing about an hour into the game, once you start having party members, and they had this in the demo, is um, you can sort of borrow like an ability from your teammates. Mm -hmm. So Yuito, um, and I think it's Kasane, the other character, the female character, I think it's Kasane. Um, telekinesis is their, their main ability, but say you have a party member that has pyrokinesis, has fire abilities. Um, you can borrow that ability for a limited amount of time. So if you hit R1 on the PlayStation 5 controller, and then you hit like wherever the... Um, that ability is designated. So if it's designated to square, then you hit square and then it, it triggers, you know, being able to use that ability. You can start attacking them with like a, with fire slashes. And some of the enemies will like spit out oil. Um, so if like they get caught up in the oil, then you're doing extra damage to them because, you know, you're hitting them with like a fire attack. Um, so I kind of like that, uh, that sort of uh, incorporating of elements. Oh, that's cool. Um, it kind of reminds me of, um, uh, what, what was that free-to-play game that just came out recently that was, like, Breath of the Wild-esque? Genshin Impact? Uh, yes, thank you. Genshin Impact. So in Genshin Impact, there's, like, a huge emphasis on that. So, like, if, if um you know, if, like, a, a goblin had, like, a wood shield and you're slashing it with, like, somebody that, whose main um, element was fire, then you set the, the shield on fire. Um, or if you douse them in water and then you use a character that had like electric powers and you can sort of like fry them and, and do some extra damage. So it's kind of in this game, it, it does a little bit of that. So you can borrow the powers um, from other characters and mix and match. 
as you level up your character, it seems like you can even combine like two abilities. I haven't gotten to that point yet, but I was like reading oh. the skill tree and I noticed that you could have like two abilities going at the same time. So then that's just giving you even more options as you're doing the combat. Oh, um, cool. I like yes. how varied it sounds. And it's not, I mean, obviously there's an element of it that's but button mashing, but uh, um, yeah, you have combo options available, which is really cool. Like it, it implores you to you to do that to pursue those and, options and you and and then you kind of sort of have the additional thing of the telekinesis so like you have square which is main attack you have triangle which is sort of like a mid-range sort of like hurling your sword but then if you're incorporating your telekinesis so when you're running through the environment you'll see like cars or debris or whatever highlighted with r2 so if you're kind of slashing and then you jump back and you hold r2 um yuito will pick up that object and hurl it at the enemy oh um, wow and then you can sort of mix and match different things. So like um, if I'm say I'm say I'm just like hitting hitting square, I'm just mashing square. But at the same time, then I start holding down R2. Then you do like a sort of slightly upgraded um, telekinesis throw. Hmm. So like basically this sort of like it, it shows you in the tutorial, but they kind of encourage you to try to remember to use your telekinesis. But you also need to do your basic abilities because the basic abilities builds up the meter to allow you to do more telekinesis. You can't just infinitely do the telekinesis. It's of course, actually, right, of course. It's actually <laughs> designated to, to a meter. So yeah. you need to do the basic attacks, but you also do want to incorporate the telekinesis because it might, like, um, it'll disorient the enemy. So then, you know, kind of giving you a window to to do some additional attacks and so on and so forth. Um, and then I just learned this, um, I just gained this new ability, which I don't know if you've seen some of the images where the main characters, they look like they have, like, a hood uh, hood over their head and then their face almost looks like um i don't know like uh kind of like pixelated but oh it's, yeah, uh, I yeah, think, yeah yeah i, have, I yeah. think it's called like brain drive which is sort of like a, a boosting of uh, like enhancing the character so at, at some point uh, and it happens automatically but you get to a certain point when that meter fills up and then you can do additional damage um that telekinesis meter slows down so when you're using it it doesn't deplete as fast so it just kind of enhances your character for a little a uh, little bit limited amount of time um yeah this is all stuff that they basically start dishing out to you uh, a little bit at a time even just in the th first three four hours so um and from i think it was the easy allies review i was watching um they said each because this there's two main characters so mm -hmm. in order to get the full story technically you do have to play two uh two portions two separate portions okay. um and i think they said each one is 25 hours so it's not a short game wow um, so there's definitely a lot of replay, a replayability, well, literally, cause you have to play the other half of the game, but right. I think, I think they said that there's like the new game plus. So mm -hmm. I don't know if like the, I don't know if like the stats from Yuito will transfer over to, uh, Kasane. Or like the equivalent of those stats, maybe? Yeah, yeah. They, they mentioned something about a new game plus, but in my head, I'm thinking new game plus. I'm not going to play as the same character again. I'm going to play as the other character. So I don't know if like that, some stuff transfer, transfers over, hmm. um. But either way, if things transfer over, that definitely makes the second playthrough a, a little bit faster, a little bit smoother. Okay. So, um, well, that's cool. I uh, Yeah, I got to get my hands on this one, man. It doesn't sound like anything I would uh, kind of either roll my eyes at or whatever. Yeah. Get and I was mentioning... Uninterested that, with... I don't know if you played... Uh, did you play Persona 5 or any of the Persona I did. games? I did play okay. 5. Yeah. Um, and, so I had a little uh, bit of Strikers, but I haven't, I haven't dived in that one a whole lot. Okay. Because I, I, I think before we were recording, or maybe it was during recording, I mentioned that there's a little bit of the persona in there um, as far as um, 
building up your relationships with your teammates. So there's like this hideout okay. area. So like about a couple hours into the game, you you come across this um this hideout area, and that's basically like your main hub. So everyone's just hanging out there, and you can talk to them, and you'll kind of do like these um side missions with them. Oh, cool. Um, so once you complete that side mission, then your relationship with them levels up. So then when you're when you're using their um their ability to enhance yours during battle, so like the pyrokinesis, for example, when it levels up to two, you can do some uh, like additional damage or it, it'll do extra stuff, essentially. Gotcha. So it, it's kind of um, promoting, you know, talking to them so you can kind of have those additional buffs and, and kind of that extra stuff. So, yeah, cool. bar, barring a bit from personas. So, yeah, um, it's a good, the enemy it's a good template. The enemy designs are, are kind of creepy. Um, there's like actually these like like just these little peon dudes like these like basic little enemies but they kind of almost remind me a little bit of something that might be in like a silent hill it oh almost gosh. looks like they have like lady legs but like the top of their body is like a bouquet of flowers like mm. i don't know why it gives me silent hill vibes but um yeah looks looks a, a visually well, that's creepy then i'm never gonna touch it no i'm just kidding <laughs> don't be a girl don't be a girl <laughs> Um, but yeah, the enemies are called others. So I don't, I don't know a ton about sort of what's That's so racist. much going. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean others? Um, yeah. The, well, they got to be others. <laughs> yeah. The there's something called the ex, the extinction belt, and it's only come up once, I think. The extinction belt is something that just like appeared over Earth at the suddenly at, at some point, and that's where the others started flowing out of. So they had to create this. Um, this uh, it's called the OSF. There's a lot of abbreviations in the game. The OSF is what you're part of. The other other suppression force. So the basically like the soldiers that are able to combat the others using you know their telekinesis and all the unique powers that they have. Um, but yeah, I don't know too much about why it's happening and and sort of what's going on there. But obviously, I'm I'm still pretty early on yeah, in, the game, so. in the game. So yeah. um, there's uh there's kind of like a a main hub area that's like the city so there's like the headquarters of like the osf and you like walk out of there and there's like some streets you can walk around um but it's not like an open world game i don't really understand why the hub world's kind of like that it, it seems kind of pointless again especially since the way that they deliver the story there's a lot of static images and stuff it just seemed like they could have just had like i don't know like sort of like a map of the city and then you like pick stuff and just kind of go there almost like mass effect um but it's not, then you know, it doesn't bother me. I just, I'm kind of pointing out that it seems a, a bit pointless because there's not much to do. I think there's side quests, maybe. I, I've come across one guy that gave me, like, a side quest. But, like, oh, that's it. I, well, I mean, I'm sure maybe it opens up. I don't know. But, like, there was nothing even distinct. I don't think on the map it was showing him, like, you know, because on the map it'll show, like, dots of people that you can't just walk up to and just hear random dialogue. And there was nothing, like, distinct about him pointing out to to me that he was like a side quest. So I don't think side quests are going to be something that's like really emphasized. Um, but they're there. So just mention oh, okay. that. All right. You know, just throw that out there. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm the type of type of person that, uh, with, I mean, with mass effect, especially I was like, I got to clear out every single thing that's in my mission, whatever yeah. tab. I uh, tend to be like that, but it's almost, yeah, if I'm it a completionist. Too overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes yeah, if it's it too overwhelming. Too it's like a hundred hour game and you're doing that. I don't know, man. I eventually I'll just quit and I'll just start doing, um, especially if I feel like I'm over leveled enough, I'll just end, end up doing main, main quest stuff. Looking at you, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. <laughs> Looking at you, that game too much. 
absolutely. So it's when you beat it, did it still have side quests going on? Oh yeah. Because I just stopped doing the side quests. I just stopped doing them. I was like, this is too much. I'm literally already at like a hundred hours just story wise. Like I was doing some side quests early on, so that obviously inflated my playtime. But um, but yeah, no, this game doesn't seem like it's inflated. So no, yeah, Uh, the, the most the average hour length that i keep hearing uh well i mean it's granted it's for one playthrough is like 30 hours so yeah um but so, I yeah. there's an incentive to play it twice so far um i'm not like it's not like amazing or anything but i'm not like in any way offended by the game um i just yeah, need to, yeah it's not I need like to, i don't I, think i'm gonna continue <laughs> it yeah i just i'm opposite of derek whereas derek really focuses on the combat and he he will play a game that is you know statistically you know based off of reviews mediocre if he thinks it's fun he'll like the game and that's fine and he'll skip the dialogue whereas i'm more story focused i like a really good story yeah um so i don't i don't know too much about the story yet but it does seem fairly interesting i'm I'm with you to a point it depends on the game because it's a if it's forza horizon i'm not gonna give a crap about the story and i'm just gonna get (laughs) it is there a story there's I mean, you go to a festival a and your your driver does gain notoriety, and so right. I mean, there's some type of career it, mode, but Jeff, it's not. If it's, you know, if it's an RPG, that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Or yeah. like a character action game, yeah. you know. <laughs> but there are definitely some games. I mean, I definitely do care about story. I put a lot of weight on it, especially if a, a game is quite literally advertising itself as a story based game. Sure. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. if it's a, if it's just a Forza whatever or Riders Republic or something, I'm just gonna go do flippy stuff. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> if you're gonna no. tell me a story in a racing game i'm just gonna probably chuckle at you right. i don't really care i'm just playing like, to race so like remember how dirt five and i didn't hear any bad things about dirt five or anything like i heard it was okay but um dirt five cast like troy baker and uh nolan north and voice acting oh uh, they were the commentators I'm like is there a story that's stupid what do no, you I do? think they i think they were the commentators that's it i think so that's weird but (laughs) But, i mean they're both solid voice actors so if you can afford it why not you know troy baker was kai ling in uh mass effect 3 and you wouldn't know that if you were playing it at the time that it came out because troy baker wasn't like i don't think he blew up yet as much as he does he did now and also he doesn't talk that much in it like he doesn't like he says like three things in the game troy baker talks a lot now because he has a lot of roles dude he's (laughs) he gets every voice actor role i I wouldn't be surprised if he was in this game. He might be. I don't know. He, he could be. He yeah. Could be. He's he's definitely done anime style games. He's um, yeah, absolutely trying to think. Uh, he he's done a Persona character. I can't remember. I think it was Persona Four. I just forget which one. Um, he was. I thought he was in a Final Fantasy, but I think they only cast. Yeah, he was. Um, I believe he was Snow from Thirteen. I could be wrong. Oh, okay. But I, I think he was. No. Yeah. Snow. Yeah. But yeah, he, he voices anime uh, shows in general, too. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah. Lupin, Lupin 3, whatever. But uh, yeah, so that's that's about it. I'm sure um, by next episode, I will most likely have finished one of the playthroughs, if not come mm-hmm. very close. So Man, I'll definitely dedication. have... I will have... Uh, well, I'm actually off... Uh, my wife and I are off this week on vacation. So Oh, okay. Well, I then just, there you go. I'll just have more free time to play. So. <laughs> Heck yeah, dude. That's awesome. Gotta so, love vacation. Gotta dude, love vacation. I, I love I love the new release game timed with the vacation. That's yeah, fun. absolutely. I'm with you on that. I I this year what I've been doing with my vacation time is I've uh, literally only been spending it so I can be in the studio recording music. Yeah. So I'm not really doing it for. I mean, granted, that's not the whole day, but it's sure. like five hours of my day. 
yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, I've only been doing it for with a purpose. It kind of almost feels like extra, like work a little bit, even though it's not. I'm working on something I love. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But I can't wait to like kind of have that settled down. I think I have like two sessions left, and I, I might be done um, with at least this project that I'm working on. Nice. And I can't wait to have PTO where it's like I can just sit around and do nothing. Oh my god, it's gonna be so the best. Nice. <laughs> I'm literally rubbing my hands at it because I haven't done it in so long. It's been since uh, I started in the studio like in December. Yeah. And I haven't had a single day off that's been just a day off. It's been studio time. Um, Well, you need that free time, Jeff. It's very important. It's good for it's good for good for gaming, too. I love that stuff. I love it it when it's like I have nothing to do. I'm just going to game all day, take breaks for walking my, you know, walking my dog and eating. And that's it. Those yeah. are just sometimes you just need those days that are just like I did nothing all day and it was great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I think um, I think we went over everything, right? Well, yeah, I'm pretty sure we're good. And for two right. of us, we did a pretty good uh, pretty good time. Yeah, we did some yappity apps. Some yappity apps for sure. We got enough sixty nine references in there. Yep. I mean, there's never enough, but no. I guess it's I guess it's adequate. It's so. adequate for yeah for this show, I guess. <laughs> and now it's all downhill from here. Now it's just normal numbers, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Well, if we get to four four hundred twenty, then we can be like, oh, four twenty. <laughs> we might have to just skip a lot of episodes to get there sooner. Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't think know. it works that way. I don't way, know Jeff. if the planet's going to still be here by four twenty. Hopefully not, Jeff. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. We don't deserve to exist. Human beings are human beings are actually the disease on this planet. <laughs> yeah, we were all worried about COVID. No, man. Yeah. Everybody should just stay away from each other. Humans are horrible. <laughs> exactly. That's a good uh, positive note to end on, Chad. That is. It's great. <laughs> Human beings are horrible. Yep. Stay tuned for next week. You're we'll all terrible. Uh, thank you for listening. <laughs> you're all well, t- Jeff. If you subscribe to us, unsubscribe if you're a human being because we don't <laughs> like you. If you are a virtual or uh, artificial intelligence, please subscribe to us and uh, give us you know a like. Tim doesn't do this, but I'm gonna. I want to maybe just th- throw this out there, just because I'm in charge right now. Um, if for some reason you're still listening to us an hour and almost 50 minutes in, still, um, you know, if you do like the show at all, just go subscribe to us wherever you listen to. But yeah. I would appreciate the additional. Um, uh, I don't know what just happened to my camera. Maybe <laughs> it didn't want me to advertise. <laughs> it's, it's tired. It's really. Oh, I heard you self promoting. <laughs> no, we're not gonna do that. Camera off. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Hold on. Hold on. One sec. Why am I hearing like, like what is the? <laughs> I don't, I don't even know. You know what? I'm not gonna even bother. Um, just subscribe to it us on YouTube. Matter. Is the done. point that I was, I was trying to say, just subscribe to us on YouTube because that would help out a bunch. Yeah. Because we're almost at a hundred, and uh, it would be nice to at least hit hundred. So. They're almost at a hundred. Uh, wow, that's impressive. We're almost at a hundred. See, I feel like that's not enough, Jeff. We need reviews millions. on uh, five five star reviews on iTunes uh, also helps a lot. Like uh, not iTunes. What do they call it now? Apple Podcasts. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Current Gen is on there. So there we go. Oh, nice. Uh, so right. it's just uh, it does help. Like I'm on another podcast uh, and we got like something like 65 star reviewers or something like that. And nice. those numbers help immensely get, get yeah. you know podcast seen or heard or whatever yeah. recommended that helps them get it recommended in like the algorithm so yeah exactly god damn it all right you know what we're done <laughs> this is ridiculous apparently skype doesn't want us to advertise anything so <laughs> all right well jeff thank you for joining me i appreciate you thanks no thanks for having me again i might continue thanking for the first few weeks that i'm uh, a permanent regular guest so uh or host whatever yeah so uh, get used to that Absolutely.
for a little bit Absolutely. until I start to turn against you guys and ask for my time off. That's fine. As long as you actually show up on like a certain somebody, then that's fine. Don't call. <laughs> Stay away. Yeah. All right, Jeff. Well, later, take man. it easy, buddy. All right. Good, Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening. <laughs>